Hello, everybody. How you doing? My, my name is Canel. I'm your friend, your brother, and prayer partner. My purpose is to have you feeling encouraged, inspired, and ready to run through a wall because you're ready to rock and roll. I want to use my God-given voice to motivate you, to inspire you. Today, I want to talk about something. I want to talk about love, all right? I'm not just talking about love we see in the movies, but like love. God is love. The Bible says, for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes. When I was younger, growing up, for most of my life, actually, I'm 28 now. So between, you know, whenever I had some type of sense and 25 years old, whenever somebody said, I love you, I would say I love you back, but only because it was the right thing to do. I hesitated to say I love you back. It's not because I didn't like these people, but I did not want to be fake. I thought that if I had by me loving somebody, that means that there's an emotion attached to my love. I thought love was an emotion. I thought love was a feeling. I thought love was like, oh my goodness, boo-hoo, I'm going to cry for you type stuff. And unless I felt that way, for me to say I love you was hard. It was weird. But now that I've matured and I started getting more of my word and just listening to wiser people and educating myself, now for me to say I love you is easy. As a matter of fact, I love you. Even if you don't love me, even if we don't know each other, I love you. And the reason why it's easier for me to say I love you with such ease is because of a couple things that I've learned over the years on why it's easy for me to say I love you. Are you ready? I would love to share them with you. Okay? So the first point I'll the first point and the first reason I like to make as to why I can easily say I love you is because now I know that love is not a feeling. Love is actually a decision. See, in the Bible, it says love is patient. Love is kind. It never envies. It's never proud. It's it's not self-seeking, right? That has nothing to do with an emotion. All these are decisions. When, if, you're, if you're patient, if you're kind, you're never proud, you're, you never envy, that's the fruit of love. But that has nothing to do with an emotion. Now, because of love, certain emotions will come, but, it, but the way love works is not emotion, then love. No, it's love, then an emotion, okay? And how, how do you know if you love somebody? By, the, by valuing that person. If you value somebody, if you value a thing, if you value a community, a group, you will give like Jesus did, like God the Father did through his son, Jesus Christ. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So by God giving Jesus to save us, right? That means he values us. But it was nothing to do with emotions. It wasn't like, oh my goodness, these people are doomed for damnation and I feel bad for them. And so because I'm emo- it's because of an emotion, I'm going to do what I'm doing by giving my son. No, God values us. When God sees us, he sees himself. We're important to him. We are. We we have his spirit in, in in us. He made us in his own image. We are important. So the the 
crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus was both, in my opinion, listen, in my opinion, voluntary, voluntarily and involuntarily. Involuntarily in the sense where he values us, we're made in his image, so when he sees us, he sees himself. Voluntarily in the sense where he values us and he loves us, so he feels for us, he's moved with compassion. It's the fruit of love, all right? So when you love, loving loving somebody is not a matter really of how you feel, it's a matter of how you value something. If you value something, then the feelings come, okay? So secondly, the, re the second reason why saying I love you is easy for me because love is actually a command. And the first commandment that God gave to Moses to share with the people of Israel was to love thy God with all thy heart and all thy might. Then, then, then at some point, God says to love thy neighbor as you love thyself. That's interesting to me. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. How does that make sense? What does that even mean? Well, for the most part, I would like to believe that you value yourself, right? So the same way you value yourself, you got to value your neighbor. I'm not talking about your neighbor as the person who lives next door to you. I'm talking about your neighbor as the people in your circle and the people who's around you. For example, hate him or love him. The president of the United States, Donald Trump. That's your neighbor. The person you work with. That boss you don't like. Your spouse. Even your children. Those are your neighbors. Those are people that's around you. Those are people who are in contact with you. You have to love them. I said half. I didn't suggest. I said half because this is what God says. Love them as you love yourself. If you cannot love the people that's around you, that's a reflection on how you feel about yourself. If you can't love people around you, that means you don't love yourself. If you can't put a value on people around you, that means you don't value yourself. So anybody who's struggling with love, anybody who's rude to other people, anybody who disrespects other people, that's a reflection of what's going on inside of their soul. That means they don't love themselves and they got to work on self-love and then they love other people. So love one another as you love yourself. In other words, value other people as you value yourself. Glory to God. And also, guess what? The Bible says to love your enemies. This is hard because me personally, what I struggle with is like, okay, I believe that I'm a nice guy. I believe I'm a fair. I do everything right by people. So when somebody does something wrong to me, I'm, I, I have a tendency to want to write them off quickly. Okay. Now, not everybody deserves to be in your life. Some people do need to be written off out of your life, but that doesn't mean you don't love them. That just means that you set a boundary, but I, it is still my responsibility to love these people. It is still my responsibility to love the, my enemies. God wants us to love our enemies. The Bible says the sun shines on the good and the evil. Okay. And you know what you have in common between yourself and your enemies? God is the maker of you both. So therefore we have to love and God says, once again, I'm going to quote this scripture. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. So in other words, if God loves the world, so you better love everybody, even if they're your enemies. I don't say you have to be their friend, but you still have to love them. You still have to value them. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, if your enemy is thirsty, give him drink. Give him something to drink. Isn't that, isn't that intense? 
If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. And if we obey God, we are heaping, we're heaping coils over their heads. The Bible says, vengeance is mine. So love your enemies. Trust God. If you love your enemies, if you love everybody, that's a way of saying, God, I trust you. I don't like this person. I don't feel good about this person, but I'm going to value this person because that's what you say. Glory to God. And now, the third point I would like to make is God is love. If you believe in God, if you believe in the word of God, then it's easy for you to love because I believe in God. I believe in the word of God. Therefore, it's easy for me to love saying I love you. It's like it's, it's like breathing for me because the love of God oozes in me. The Bible says if you if you if you say love God, but hate your brother, then you are a liar. Then there's no love in you. If, 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 if there's no love in you, there's no God in you. God is love. Because of the God in me, it's easy for me to love. Glory to God. And lastly, the last point, the last reason why it's easy for me to say, I love you. Because love is a weapon. The reason why I believe, in my opinion, that love is a weapon is because whenever we pray, we communicate to God because we want God to come into our situations. He want, we want him to intervene into our situations. Well, God is love. So when we love, God is there. God is in action. Love is making God. No, not making God, but love is an act of faith. And with faith, we can move a mountain. It is impossible to please God without faith. So when we love, we have faith. And we have faith, things happen. And when th if we, have, we love, we have faith, things happen. That means our prayers are effective. So therefore, love is a weapon. If you need something, if you believe in God for something, you need to love. If your faith is weak, maybe it's because your love is weak. Because God is love. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. So therefore, from now on, whenever somebody say, say they love you after listening to this podcast, it's supposed to be easy for you to say, I love you back because you know that love is not a feeling. Love is actually a command. We got to love our enemies. God is love because God is love. And if you do believe in God, you do believe in his word, then it's easy for you to love because the love of God oozes out of you like it oozes out of me. Glory. And then we know that love is a weapon because love is an act of faith because God tells us to love and God himself is love. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and love is a way of having faith. So when we have love, that's a manifestation of our faith and it, the manifestations of our faith equals a miracle. Praise your name, Jesus. I love you. I thank you. I too am a local real estate agent in the Miami Florida area, um, Florida area and also the Broad County area so if you know anyone that's looking to buy sell a rent please send me an email I love you God bless you until the next time <laughs>